You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Let's dive into a brand new episode. Before we get started on this episode, here's a not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed here. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 25 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. Steve isn't nor does he offer any legal advice. For any legal advice, you must speak with a lawyer. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon. Just go to Amazon and search for author Steve Worsley. You can also take Steve's courses on Udemy or Skillshare, and you can find out more about those at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Hello, you're listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with myself, Steve Worsley. Today, we are on episode 191. Today's topic is the importance of moisture meters. Uh, Something that we use all the time as mold professionals or specialists is a moisture meter. And, you know, if if your inspector's not using one, I would probably question their their expertise and and their experience. It's something that we have to have. Um, Do we use them all the time? No, not all the time. There's a lot of situations we don't. But for the most part, it's one of our, our top pieces of equipment we use, especially in the inspection part of mold. So you're wondering, like, what is a moisture meter? It's just the device that will give us the moisture levels. And that could be moisture levels on a floor, carpet, subfloor, moisture levels on a bookshelf, on sheetrock, things like that. It's Once again, it's, it's not a humidity gauge, so we don't just put it in a room and let it sit there. It's something we actually test directly on the surface of a building material. And you would probably be wondering, like, so what, like, what's the point of that? You know, normally if something's wet, it's wet. You can just tell. Well, sometimes we can see things like water stains and we're just, we're not sure. Like, is that water stain, is it active? Um, you know, was it was it because the wind was literally blowing a storm in sideways and something got wet and it dried out? Or is it something that's there's an active leak behind the wall or, you know, in the ceiling that there's a drip, drip, drip that's keeping that wet? So, it's something that we can look at 
during the inspection process or if we're doing an estimate that we can say, hey, you know, this is currently wet. We've got to figure out what's going on. Because, as you know, we don't do any mitigation without fixing the defect that causes the mold in the first place. So when it comes to inspectors, you know, we need to know and be very clear with our clients if there's something actively going on or if it was just a previous, you know, moisture intrusion event like a storm that caused that water stain. And so to, to kind of give you an example as far as a mold inspection, when we come in and we do a mold inspection, we, we have numerous pieces of equipment that we utilize. You know, we always use a flashlight. There's, I'm not sure who would do any sort of mold, uh, either inspection or mitigation without a flashlight. So we have a flashlight, then we have a humidity gauge, which we talk about all the time. Uh, mine's actually humidity meter. Gauges are things that you just put on your wall. And then we have an infrared camera, which is very helpful when it comes to things like water stains. You know, an infrared camera is something that not all inspection companies have. They are quite expensive, but we we use those a lot. And those really give us an idea of what's going on behind the walls. Because as inspectors, we can't, you know, go cutting holes in walls and putting our borescope in a wall and, you know, leave leave the property with holes everywhere. A lot of times our inspections are done you know, for a potential buyer. So we can't go in and do an invasive, you know, pull baseboards back and drill things kind of inspection. So the infrared cameras, in my opinion, it's probably my favorite piece of equipment just because it gives us a really good idea what's going on and it's non-invasive. And to be clear, our infrared cameras, they it doesn't detect mold. It's only for temperatures. But if something's actively leaking, we can tell. So, you know, going back to the moisture meter, that's something that we can literally put it, you know, let's just say there's a, a water stain on your ceiling. We can put it up there. We can either do it on the surface or we have pins. Our, our meter can do either, you know, a penetrating test or just a surface test. And you can just literally put that up there and it's going to give us the moisture content. So let's just say sheetrock, if the moisture content is over about 10%, 12%, we know there's something going on. I mean, if it's telling us it's 20, 30% moisture in that piece of sheetrock, we know there's something going on. And then you can, you know, you can move further into, depending on the type of inspection that it is, you can say, hey, we're probably going to have to cut an inspection hole um, we are going to have to drill a hole so we can put our borescope in there to see what's going on. Like we need to do something a little more invasive versus just a visual inspection. So that's why the moisture meters are so important. It's, we can't just go into properties and do a quick walkthrough and then tell our client, yeah, you know, there were water stains and, you know, there was some suspected mold down in the crawl space and just, send them off. That's just, that's not how, well, I should say CNC contractor services. That's not how we do inspections or do business period. It's very important. And we want to know so that we can tell our clients what's really going on. Instead of just saying there's water stains and discoloration, we can say we did a roof inspection. The roof is intact. 
We have no concerns up on the roof. We did an attic inspection. We saw no water stains, no signs of mold, no moisture intrusion concerns in the attic. Um, you know, if, if a water stain's on a ceiling, something had to have caused it. So if we go, let's just say it's your second level ceiling, if we see that water stain and we go up in the attic and we see nothing, that's not uncommon. It's very common. The reason we don't see anything is it could be something that's covered up. Is there a water line that's running right across where that water stain is? Is it something where insulation's covering it up? There's there's a lot of circumstances. My point is, is where we don't always figure out what's causing it. But when we dive deeper into something like a water stain, we have to try to figure out what's going on. And if we don't find anything, we, I, the way I view it is, is you as my client, if I go to you and I just say, Hey, there's a water stain on the ceiling in the master bathroom. I don't know what, where it's from, what caused it. You probably would look at me and be like, well, okay, so what am I supposed to do? Well, if that's what I told you, you probably should hire a better inspector. Um, that's what I mean by it's, in my opinion, our obligation to get up on the roof, to get up in the attic, to make sure that we can get to the bottom of what's causing that water stain. And that's why we use the equipment we use. And so the moisture meter, I kind of touched on it before. Um, you know, we can do either a surface test or we can do a penetrating test. And the way we use that, the, the penetration test is there's two pins that are on the top of the, the moisture meter. And what it is, is they're, they're just small pins, like the size of a, a needle, that actually we can push into that water stain. And then, obviously, it gives us an idea, because an idea of what the moisture levels are. Because at the end of the day, if we don't always use the penetration uh, aspect of it, there might not be anything on the surface. You can have discoloration in a water stain, and it's just on the surface but you put the pins in and then you penetrate that sealed surface is my point. You get through that layer of paint or let's just say it's siding on the exterior. And that way you can tell if there's something else going on. So you can either do a surface or you can do the pins. So when we talk about moisture meters, a lot of you are probably wondering like, so what should the moisture content be? Let's just say in sheetrock. It, from from our standards, and obviously then my opinion, it should never be higher than about 12%. You know, sheetrock can have a little bit more moisture in it than something like a wall stud. Uh, when you look at things, and, and I probably should have covered this a little earlier, but keep in mind that obviously we have to determine whether, you know, we can't put the, the pins in something like metal. That would create a void, which would be a whole nother story and whatnot, but we got to make sure that we're not puncturing something that shouldn't be punctured, meaning cellulose materials versus non-cellulose. Um, concrete, we could obviously only do a surface test. And when it comes to concrete, there shouldn't be much moisture in it at all, no more than like 5%. But just to be clear, we're when we're using moisture meters, for the most part, we're only doing that on cellulose materials and porous materials. So keep that in mind. You're not, you know, you're not trying to 
test a metal roof or something like that because they're you couldn't puncture it with the pins and on the surface it shouldn't have any water so anyhow going back to the percentages when it comes to wood and when i say wood i'm talking things you know like your studs your floor joists stuff that should have been fairly dry when it was installed um, it should not be any higher than about eight to ten percent and if it is, once again, we've got to figure out what's going on. And there are circumstances where the moisture meter in conjunction with an infrared camera could be a lifesaver. Because we could see something like, like I said, you could see a water stain on the ceiling. You use, or, you know, what we would use was is the two pins. We puncture that put it in there and let's just say that the, the temperature, not temperature, the moisture reading comes back and it's only 8%. Well, that's fine. But, but then we're, we're not finding anything in the attic. So then what do we do? We pull out that infrared camera and what, what that camera will tell us is if there's something, like I said, that was covered or concealed, if there was sheetrock and then you have your insulation on top of that, which would be in an attic typically if it's a ceiling there could be moisture that's trapped between the insulation and and that ceiling so you have a water stain but it's not showing any high readings of moisture but then you get your infrared camera out and you look up there and you can see like you would see an area that's actually larger than the water stain itself and you would say hey there's there's something going on and so you pick that up with temperatures and that's that's the big reason why we use both of those together because the moisture meter is very important. It'll pick up a lot of concerns, but then you've got to dive a little bit deeper, which is non-invasive with your infrared camera. And, you know, I like to give this scenario just because we run into it all the time. So let's say we do the moisture meter. It, it comes back normal as far as the sheetrock on a water stain so we don't just give up there. We get the infrared camera out. We we pick up something, you know, somewhat abnormality. Maybe, like I said earlier, the the area is larger than the water stain itself. Well, we can go up into the attic and we can pull, you know, some insulation back from that area or even from the attic. We can go up there with our camera. And with our infrared camera, even if there's, you know, let's just say there's a void in the roof, um, maybe you know, where there's a, a joint for a peak or something like that, that there's a void there. We can pick that up, obviously, with our camera. So that's why it's important when you are doing inspections or hiring an inspector that you ask a lot of questions and say, hey, you know, what, like, what are you using that humidity gauge for? And hopefully you've learned enough from the podcast that that's something that's very important. Then you can ask them, like, so why didn't you use a moisture meter or why are you not using an infrared camera? So that that's the kind of things that from the inspection side of things, you want to make sure that you're hiring the right contractor and not that you have to grill your, your potential inspector over, but ask them a bunch of questions and make sure, you know, after you listen to this podcast, you know a little bit more than just your typical homeowner that has no experience in mold or inspections. So make sure that you're using the proper equipment and you're asking the question to the inspector and making sure they know why they're using those. Um, Cause you'd be surprised how many 
how many people out there, you know, they, they think they want to start a new career and they're like, hey, it's easy to get certified in mold inspection. So I'm going to go get a certification and I'm going to print some business cards. I'm going to buy some equipment. But at the end of the day, they're they're not really sure what that equipment's for. Yeah, they might have it, but if they don't understand why they're using it, that would obviously be a problem. So that's why, you know, ha having the right people is very important. And also, you can have a very experienced inspector, but if he doesn't or she doesn't have the right equipment, they're not going to find the problems that you, that you need answers. You know, they're not going to have the answers to your problems Um so keep that in mind. But as far as our call to action, something we see all the time is something like a water stain. We talked about earlier, you know, in, in your office at work or whatnot. A lot of people just ignore those. And so I want you to make sure in your day-to-day -day routines, in your home, at work, school, wherever it is, pay attention to little minor things. Because most of the time, that minor drip, 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 turns into something major. And if you ignore it, you could ignore it for days, could be years, it's going to turn into a major, major mold concern. That's just how it's gonna happen. It, at the end of the day, if it's a drip, 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 at some point, the ceiling's gonna fall in, you're gonna get up in the attic and you're gonna see a, a ton of mold concerns. So as far as our promotion this week, I want you to go to the website, we have opt-ins. Uh, there's opt-ins in our books. Uh, there's different links for different things. But go to the website. There's opt-ins for like a mold investigation checklist. Uh, we're creating new ones um, for uh, links for tools. We're also creating one that is a template for your mold journal. So, you know, when you're writing down your everyday concerns we have a template for that so it's just an opt-in it's you literally just go put your email address in there you'll get access to whatever document the opt-in is and then on top of that you will be signing up for our email list and we don't blow up your email we don't send spam we don't sell it we don't email you every day we actually for the most part uh, we only will send you an email every other week and it's an informational email. It's obviously a little shorter, condensed version of things we talk about in the podcast. But make sure you go to our website, cnccontractorservices.com. Scroll through the page. The home page is the mold investigation checklist. Make sure you sign up to get onto our email list. Once again, this is episode 191. Thanks for listening and have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure you go to our website at cnccontractorservices.com and sign up for the Mold Investigation Checklist. Again, go to cnccontractorservices.com and get your free Mold Investigation Checklist today. You can also, on cnccontractorservices.com, find out more about Steve's courses and books and consultations. Once again, go to cnccontractorservices.com.